Well, welcome to the podcast and uh, hope you're doing well today. We uh, thank you for praying yesterday for the funeral stabbings. We we uh, preached the message and, and the gospel, gave gospel invitation, uh, I believe several trusted the Lord. We don't know the count. Uh, George Jr. passed out God's simple plan of salvation to everybody for us. And uh, I, believe, I believe there were several believers there. Um, Brother Jeff Clark came over. He's a good friend of, of uh, George's. But pray for the family and pray for uh, just the opportunity to minister to them going forward. And so continue to pray for that. Uh, pray for the uh, our vehicles, our van and bus are down for tonight. As I mentioned uh, in a in a flock note, get out to you that uh, we uh, if we might need some help picking people uh, young people up or are taking them home. Check with Chris and Bethany if you're available, and we appreciate that. Amen. Well, let's pray for all bereaved, and let's pray for those that are sick, and uh, folks that are folks that are uh, anticipating uh, surgeries and so forth. And so, let's pray for that. Lord, thank you for the day, and we pray that you would bless those who we've mentioned the um, prayer requests we've mentioned. We thank you that you do hear and answer prayer. And uh, we pray that you would uh, help us get our vehicles fixed and on the road and pray for the Stebbing family. And Lord, we pray for church tonight. And uh, bless as we look into your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, yesterday stretched out into a long day. And uh, we put off the podcast till today. So here it is. And I hope it will be a blessing to you. Exodus chapter 20 and verses 2 and 3. Exodus chapter 20 and verses 2 and 3 says, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt not have no other gods before me. Now, if you look in the Ten Commandments, very concise. Uh, we can say that God does not beat around the bush. He doesn't mince his words. Actually, there's 279 words in all. And the first one makes an assertion. And it issues, oh, thou shalt not, a prohibition. And it gives you an invitation. In other words, we learn about the reality of God He says, I am. I am. He wants us to know that he is. What kind of God is he? He he is. And and the first commandment assumes the existence of God. Uh, The Bible never attempts to prove the existence of God, his existence. And we need to understand that. Uh, So there's the reality of God right off, off the bat. And then the second thing that I see in this verse is, we're not to have any rivals. There's no other gods. Israel's problem wasn't atheism, 
no God. It was polytheism. They, they, many gods. You know, all worship God or gods. That's just the way it is. It is true, someone said, that man is incurably, incurably religious. Now, some people don't go to church, but they they have a religion. They worship these other gods. He said they they can't be before me. Hey, listen, as a Christian, anything that comes before God, anything, anything that comes before you doing exactly what God wants you to do is a god. Money, possessions, pleasures, and it's disloyal to God. It's it's very disloyal to to come to the cross, bow the knee, receive Jesus Christ as personal Savior, and then go our merry way. So not only a reality of God and no other rivals, but I want you to notice, notice this: uh, the word "have" that suggests reverence. Reverence. In other words, we reverence only God. We reverence only God. Now, we're respectful when we go to a, a funeral to another place, different religion sometimes, just to, just to be with, just to support families that we know that are saved as they support their lost families. But, but, but uh, that doesn't mean we, we reverence what they are and how they, how they worship. No, those are the, there's only one God and there's only one God to worship. And we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hey, what's, what's, I, I want you to just, I want you to just stop for a moment and ask yourself, what comes between me and God? I mean, where am I with God? Where's my life with God? You say, preacher, do you have to ask yourself that question? Yes. Every day. What comes between me and God? He says, no other gods before me. Thou shalt not have no other gods before me. I am. He's God. He's, the, he's a reality. No other gods. No rival. And reverence. If you can, if you can have no other gods, you can have me. It's great to have God who created the world, who knows what's going on. We need to help. We need to ask God to help us to serve him and serve him alone. Amen? Well, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior, I want to tell you something. Today's a great day to know him as personal Savior. Why? Well, the Bible says that you're a sinner and I'm a sinner. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 5 and verse 12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. That means we're all sinners. Ours, all sin is wicked, ungodly. And, and, and we are sinners. We're born that way. And then Revelation chapter 20 verse 14 says, And death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. Romans uh, chapter 6 and verse 23, The ways of sin is death. So, there's a first, there's a second death. There's got to be a first. What's the first? The first is physical. The second is eternal. So not only am I a sinner, but I'm condemned. I'm condemned. But the Bible says in Romans 5, 8, but God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for you on the cross. And when he did that, he took all your sin on him. 
and he was buried and he rose again the third day. If you'll believe you're a sinner and condemn that Christ died for you, you can trust him as personal Savior. How? By calling on him. Believe and call. You've got to change your mind about what everything that's getting you that you thought would get you to heaven. Notice Romans 10, 9, 10, 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believing you're a sinner condemned and Christ died for you, he was buried, he rose again the third day. You can call on the Lord right now. How do you do that, preacher? Well, I prayed this prayer, and I've led people to pray something like this. It's not the prayer. It's you calling on the Lord. The words you use uh, need to tell him you want you believe him and need to tell him that you want him to come into your life. Pray something like this. Dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and because of that sin, I'm condemned to hell. But you died for me on the cross. You were buried. You rose again the third day. I believe. Come into my heart and save me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, welcome to God's family and let us know so we can help you with the next steps. Hey, looking for you in church tonight. Looking for you in church tonight. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Father, thank you for the time you've given us and bless what we've heard. Give us a good afternoon in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and have a good evening.